the world like in 1966? I don't know about the world, but the contrast between Montreal and Takarati was quite enormous. Except that when I listened to the experiences that everybody had, we didn't have a hardship experience. Because we were new, we were all treated like royalty. We had six weeks at McGill getting training. So we all went to our post, the West African posts from McGill. And uh, we were taken to West Africa on a military plane, got a few hours in France. And then we went, when we were in Ghana, which has to be one of the friendliest, warmest places, and what a way to start my adult life. The graciousness was incredible. We were in a town at first where our house didn't have running water and electricity, but everybody else did. <laughs> you were really special. <laughs> it, it, we crashed. That was very, very tough. We had stayed at the Ford Foundation Apartments at Lagon University, and then to be the only teachers in town without water and electricity was very, very tough. And so, to our shame, we didn't last a week. And they transferred us, again, a contrast to an awesome school, which was the government secondary technical, and they were training the boys for the military or the University of Science and Technology, and it was one of the 10 best schools in the country. And uh, I had always said that if I had kids, they would go to a local, they would go to the host country school because I was very disappointed in the Canadians who had their kids studying at the end of the table and sent them home to boarding school. In fact, I was embarrassed. At that school, not only did we have these top-notch students, but our principal was a bit aggressive, and he had filled the school with top-notch teachers, like people from whom to learn all the time. And he was an awesome leader, had things going well. He later became the ambassador to Denmark, a minister of education. So we had, we have, it was such a glorious memory that when we came back to Canada, and the contrast then was from between Montreal and Edmonton, and Edmonton in 1968 was for me a challenge, a bigger one. But in Ghana, we also used the local, we went to local hospital, and the local dentist, and the local dentist had studied in uh, Toronto. So the family kind of adopted us, went over there. And then we came back, and this is the important thing about sending young people out, is the connections that you make, and the loyalties, and the sense of your family, that after the floods in Edmonton, and our house had been badly flooded, we had decided after we worked so hard that we would go and get pizza. <laughs> and not far away either. And we would, so we walked up White Avenue and Wayne said, what was our dentist's name in Ghana? And I told him, and there was that name at the dental office right across. So 
He'd be very proud of us. We went to the corner and crossed the green light because we're Albertans now. <laughs> and we went in and it was our dentist's daughter. Really? <laughs> and she had come here and um, she had taught at the university, dental practice, and she's a musician and an AIDS activist in Rwanda, for Rwanda. So those kinds of connections and meeting people was what inspired us or encouraged us. And we always felt that when young couples went on a mission, that it either, the decisions were made very quickly if it was gonna work out or not. So the people that separated, they did it right away, they didn't waste time. The people that decided to stay together, they're still together 40 years later. And so I considered that that was a real gift. And the real gift is the, that who else would know our stories and be ready to share them? The students from that school are all over the world. They've support for NASA. They've academically to be impressed. And then when we came back, there weren't very many Ghanaians, but whenever there was an opportunity, we mingled and we would go to functions and felt that that was our home. It had been our home and we had not been visitors. And so we didn't leave a lasting impression, but it, a lasting impression was made on us. Well, I, I wouldn't say even, there is uh, the ambassador in, uh, of, from Ghana in Ottawa is still looking for his QSO teacher. I don't know who it is. It's not me. It's not you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. Well, maybe, you see, I was a French teacher yes. in Ghana. So I'll get, I'll get the name and you'll see, we'll ask you whether you know. The so last time the Ghana ambassador was here, which was for the... 50th? Fifth, uh, the 50th? The 50th um, independence anniversary. Oh. The ambassador was a woman, so I, 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 I think that person must have changed since then. Yes, yeah, man. Mm -hmm. So thank you for your service. What a great story. I love it. The dentist story away. <laughs> Oh, and he has moved to, to Edmonton. Oh! And, uh, you know, the family lives in Edmonton now. And what an asset to Edmonton. Wow. wow. Thank you so much for your service. So if you need a good dentist,